you having fun just staring from across the room you've got to stretch your stuff and i'll show you just what to do now you gotta dance gotta make your advance you gotta show you've got the guts i gotta move that'll make them swoop and it's called the two-step strut now dance with me Coming soon to a theater near you, it's The Equalizers, a weekly podcast for two idiots drop a cinema sibling in the lap of a perfectly content solo film. My name is Colonel Mustard, and I am joined, as always, by the sequel to my prequel, Mr. Green. Mr. Green, are you in good form? Cheese pizza. (laughs) Ah, Thomas also lives. Cheese pizza. (laughs) Two more. Cheese pizza. Okay, no, that awoke something within me. You have to stop. Cheese. Pizza. Oh, no, wait, that killed it. That killed the thing that was all within me. Good job. <laughs> you found the anti-horny. The anti-horny is me doing a bad Tim Curry impression of a movie that isn't the one we're doing this week, but like a different movie. The anti-horny is you doing that bad Tim Curry impression in that high-pitched voice. Cheese pizza. It's kind of like, you know, the brown note where if you supposedly if you hear the brown note, it makes you poop your pants. This is like if yeah, you hear yeah, this yeah. frequency in that voice, it makes you instantly not horny. Got it. Got it. Got it amazing well um yeah we're doing clue we're doing clue man the clue man group is what you could call us yeah clue man group (laughs) there's only one man here uh that's fair there's only one there's there's only one man here and i don't know if two people could be legally qualified as a group but there we're we're a a a clue clue to clue duo Clue Ooh, Edo? that's good. The clue, 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 yeah, the clue, or the clue, clue, <laughs> the clue, clue, God, we're so fucking stupid. Um, Jesus Christ, William Clue, Tim Curry, yada yada yada. Communism is a red herring. Whatever, a sentence that would be any more relevant today as it was in 1985 <laughs> um long story short too late uh what else one plus yeah. one plus two plus one uh flames, flames. on the side of my face uh d- um, dead, dead drunk dead right uh she was my patient <laughs> <laughs> you know that one yeah that one she yeah. was my patient i am the singing telegram bang i think we did it did we do it? That part? Yeah, we did it. Right. Um, um, That's our sequel. Yeah. Have you ever seen like those like um, like usually like one one person shows where they do like a movie really fast, just like like speeding, uh, like where they just do every scene um, with every like major line in it. Um, I remember seeing a really impressive uh, Star Wars A New Hope one once on like the Conan O'Brien show. Um but we should do the clue, the fast clue version. Friend of the show, Maya from South Crackle Pop Ragnarok, uh, showed me this. Uh, it was a stage play of The Hound of the Baskervilles by Sir Arthur Conan mm-hmm. Doyle. And the it was three people. They played all the parts. And one of them was a Spanish man with a very thick Spanish accent. Like you could mm-hmm. still pretty much understand him and speaking English, whatever. And at the intermission or after intermission, they came out to start the play. And he storms out on stage. And this is all part of the bit that they'd been having complaints that his accent was too thick. So nobody understood the first half. So they did oh. the entire first half of the play again in like five minutes. Oh, Jesus. It was very funny. God, what was I going to say? I would so, love to see this. I would love to see Clue as a play. Like this movie. Like, I just don't think it can. Think, I don't you know. You don't think so? It's, there's so many, like some the angles are kind of, like the comedy is physical enough and expressions mm-hmm. enough that I don't know if you could do a play version of it. I mean, you could and it would still be good, but I don't think it would be. Like this yeah. is the perfect version of this movie. Yeah. I mean, they're doing like a... Um, what what was it? They're making Back to the Future a musical. I have seen that. Yeah, they've done they've done the Mean Girls musical. They've done Catch Me If You Can the musical. Um, Catch Me If You anything. Can though would be easier to do as a musical than some things like. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's actually it has a really good opening number. I may have talked about this on the show uh, before, mm-hmm. but it's called a. Uh, live and living color uh mm-hmm. it's pretty good anyway um, well that's our five minutes to talk about clue uh so i mean what is there to say about clue like it is a perfect movie mm-hmm. in my opinion um it is like 
Let me let me ask you because you're more um uh, I would say you're more mystery genre uh, sure. verse like it than I am um but like is this is this like one of your favorites or uh, I don't really count this as a mystery. It's not um there aren't clues. Funnily enough, sure, like sure, sure. they go through the house and they keep finding people dead. And there's very little actual, like, we found this scrap of paper, or isn't that it? It's more like everybody is clearly lying about everything from the beginning, so it's never really, like, yeah. clues. It's more just, like, people keep dying at this dinner party. And then at the end, Wadsworth just tells you what happened because, and then that's, mm-hmm. and you get three endings. Like, I, it's good. I really love Clue. I'm not trying to shit talk Clue. I just, I don't really consider it a mystery. Sure. I that Those are legitimate reasons. But, um, uh... It's very like I apparently Stephen Sondheim was like approached or was originally going to like write for it as well. And then either oh, dropped really? out or I can't remember. Jackson was telling me this, that he was either attached to one point or was approached and turned them down, which like I'm kind of glad I, I would love to see this as a musical. I'm that movie itself is perfect. Like if there were songs, yeah. it would have been worse. Oh, yeah. Like I would love now to see Stephen Sondheim do a clue musical based off that movie. But yeah. I was like, the movie is perfect as it is. It's the one he'll go out on. He like turned 90 <laughs> last year. Uh, that'd be wild. I, I watched this movie a lot when I was a kid. I've seen it probably, I would say probably at least 15 times, if mm-hmm. not more than that. Um, it's always good. Like, mm-hmm. I, th- I feel like I could watch it back to back and still like have it like it would be good both times. Right. Well, and there's so many like weird, like the the breadth of the jokes that they do like there's one that's not even really a joke but it's when colonel mustard says he inherited his mom his money when his mommy and daddy died in the war i was like that's not even really a joke but it's still funny because this grown man said my mommy and daddy like yeah yeah that's like i love the hoodie because even things that aren't jokes are still funny yeah the bat like the doorbell like the the, the very creepy doorbell having the most imperfect timing pretty great yeah i don't know um it's pretty morbid and but like when i first saw this movie when i was a kid it really tickled me when the singing telegram girl like Mm -hmm. when they open the door and just like i am the singing telegram then the gunshot dead (laughs) falls over um it's just so it it, it, like really tickles me because it's just like the most random thing to happen at that moment at that in that movie and then like just instantly like that person dies like just by like opening the door they don't even get to enter like the cop or the driver or anything it's just like open door you're dead god but yeah i love this movie you love this movie. Um, do you want to say uh, anything more about it? Like, no, it seems like you were perfectly setting me up with my own words. Uh, yeah, yeah. To move on. Um, to, uh, to give us a little uh, break the fourth wall a little bit, Frequels, we're dealing with some audio issues today and are using some like uh, um, our backup backup plans. So I don't want the I don't want it to go too long. This one, I don't think you may be hearing various we're recording our zoom call madison's recording locally and i'm recording off of a website called one two three apps online voice recorder uh so we may be mixing all three of those together at some point we'll see yeah mike is um doxing himself like slowly all of his (laughs) data is being slowly up uploaded to this site um his ads are going to be really weird for the next three weeks Um, if you play the daddy's tomatoes theme at like one eighth speed you actually it's me saying my full address during that squish sound yeah, it's also you'll you'll hear a um a very f- um a very sped up version from a site that's selling um uh dildos shaped like uh like food. Uh <laughs> just in the middle of this audio I just hear a, a theory of voice say dinnerdildos.com and then Yeah. Our first review comes from uh <laughs> <laughs> dinnerdildos.com leah who has a pro rating gave this four stars mrs white is a girl boss in interview yes the beginning of girl boss energy who was she the accomplice of in the final one uh yvette yeah it was mrs oh i'm sorry i did a big mix-up because i i was thinking mrs white is the maid as a vet but mrs white is yeah madeline Kahn. flames flames on the side of my face Yes, 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 yes. Uh, Hamish Brown, who has a pro rating, gave this four and a half stars. And they just, yep, they actually, speaking of names, they just wanted to make a quick correction that Cluedo, end of review. Correct. Actually, speaking of, 
I sent that review to a friend of the show, Maya, as they're from the UK. I thought they would get a big kick out of that joke. I also sent them a review that I didn't use that was like, why do they call it Cluedo? And Maya gave um, the answer, which was it's a play on Ludo, the Latin word for play, which is what we call the game you might know as Parcheesi. So when they, they did it as a fun little pun, a little mm-hmm. Latin joke in a board game for children. Yeah. Fun fact. It is the combined words of Clue and Ludo. Um, and I, I found that on the wiki for the for uh, the board game when I was trying to find fun so, facts as I was hastily trying to come up with a game for today. Mike's amazing tidbits of Hasbro. Hasbro. Uh, f- <laughs> Sorry, I just re- read this name. The name of the next reviewer is Feet, like featuring Dante from the DMC series. They gave this two, four, five stars. I thought you going to say that his, uh, th- this next review comes from Feet. <laughs> And it's all, just a picture of a foot. We've all got them, and they've got opinions about movies, gang. We've all got them. I hate watching movies that have Tim Curry in them, because I'm always reminded of his mortality in the review. Aww. He is, he's pretty old now. I know he has like a series of health health issues. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, um, um, yeah, but I don't know. The last thing I saw him in, t- the two things I saw him in last were an episode of Criminal Minds where he was playing a serial killer mm-hmm. and also um, Psych when he was playing. Um, there's a Clue episode of Psych. That's right. So, I forgot. He also played an episode. Of, I don't know if it's the same character on Psych. Sorry, this is a really r- random Psych tangent. Um, sure. but Psych is a good show. Uh, have you watched that before? I didn't watch it like religiously, but if it was on, I'd watch it. He also plays a Simon Cowell type character that's in right one, where it's like an american idol one um but i don't know if he was playing the same character in the clue episode though probably but i'm um, maybe i mean i i come from the school of matlock where the one person plays eight characters across five seasons so like sure, sure, it sure, doesn't sure. i'm i don't even think about if they are which is wild as who i am as a person and i think about canon all the time yeah nobody <sighs> None of our listeners have seen you before, but you do have to wear a pale blue suit all the time and when you uh, go to the school of Matlock. Excuse you, it's a gray suit? It is. It looks blue on the TV. Well, you have a weird TV. You have a weird TV. Shut fuck up. you. How dare fuck you? you. F- fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. I'll kill you. Well, weirdly, that does tangent into the last review here. <laughs> uh, You're I'm talking like, about Matlock's blue suit? No, I'm going to read the... Uh, I'll fucking kill you. I'm going to read just the first bit because uh, it is this... But it's there's whiplash coming, so be ready. Be ready okay. to support your neck. Carolyn, with a Statue of Liberty emoji at the end of her name, gave this four okay. stars. My genuine childhood sleep paralysis demon was the cook's lifeless body falling on me on a loop. Oh God. That being said, this is one of my ultimate comfort movies. <laughs> Someone loves to be smothered. I yeah, I just I'm like the rest of the views, whatever. Um I just love this, like the whiplash of like my personal sleep paralysis demon was the cook falling on me on a loop, but this is my ultimate comfort movie. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, um, go ahead. Uh, I'm <clears throat> God. Have you ever watched a uh, haunting of Hill house? No. Famously horror is not my genre. Yeah. 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 There's a whole sleep paralysis part of that show <laughs> that, Anytime I think about it, I am just horrified. So it's like the first part of that review just like gave me shivers to my toe, to my tip, tip to toe. I have one more review. We're going to put this in a sort of its own like uh, letterboxed nights or something like that. Oh, is it horny? No. Is it super horny? No, I've read super horny ones before. This is the reviewers, Branson Reese, who is a semi-famous comedian and internet personality. Oh, I don't know this person. Because it's that, I can't trust if this is a joke or not, but it is funny. Sure. Uh, my dad got in so much trouble for showing me this as a kid because I started saying, I'm going to go home and sleep with my wife at school. <laughs> now, if that is true, very funny. Also, I can't tell if that's it's just a very well-written joke. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to include it, but I want to, I, I don't want to um, encourage joke uh, ones, clearly joke ones on the, on the bit, so. You want to keep the 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 box pure, yeah, uh, pure and pure and genuine. Yeah, um, I don't know. There's something really funny to me of like uh, like a kid in second grade oh, yeah. leaving class every day, being like, "I'm gonna go home and sleep with my wife." Ba, da, da, da. 
if I was ever a teacher, which um, both of us, we have a, there's an alternate future where we're both teachers. Madison, um, I met in an intro to ed- secondary education class in college. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would love it if like every one of my classes had one kid like that. Like, you know, like I think I think like the class clown kid, <sighs> teachers hate that kid or whatever, at least when I was younger. But mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I think I would have enjoyed it like secretly like if if a kid did that in my class was I would every fucking, day though that's hilarious yeah but it was um, every day i'd like maybe i mean rule of three i think for me by the third time i'd be like yeah we get it yeah i wouldn't be uh, mad god. after that it'd be annoying but yeah god it's so funny well anyway that's the end of the reviews and i hear the train of roll and it's coming around the bend i ain't seen train- a carnival since i don't know when madison is it time it is time uh, the the carnival almost passed this stop this week because I was very short on time. Because um, as we said, audio issues. But um, luckily, Mike's audio issues gave me enough time to put a bit together. Today. And then the the town here on my end got together and did a fundraiser to make enough audio issues that we could get the train to stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we're very haunted today by the audio ghosts. Yeah, um, maybe because we didn't do an actual Halloween movie. Yeah, yeah. And they know what we're doing um, next time. Or maybe the Phantom from last week's oh, episode is, is pissed. Um, Patrick sure. Wilson ghost. Mm-hmm. Or what was it? David, Eric Patrick Wilson. Well, uh, what's that? Ka-ching-a-ding-ding? Okay. All right. That's right. It, that's right. It's Ka-ching-a-ding-ding, the success in cinema assessment of assets. The greatest title I've ever come up with for any of my bits. I would agree. Um, that's not to yeah. maybe throw shade on any of the other bits, but that's definitely the best title. Yeah. It's the funnest to say. Yeah. It goes... Ka-ching-a-ding-ding, um, success, success in cinema, assess, assessment of assets, mm-hmm. Madison Math Facts, uh, and then uh, Madison's Liquids, I think. What makes me the most angry about Madison's Liquids, other than the bit itself, that's the best yeah. intro theme I've come up with for any of our bits, yeah, is for yeah, Madison's yeah. Liquids. And yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. I, I love the Daddy's Tomatoes theme. I'm partial to it and biased a little bit, but empirically, Madison's Liquids was the best. Yeah, yeah. If I had enough time and patience and just like interest, I would make themes for all That's of the fine. bits. Nobody wants to hear uh, us jerk ourselves off about how good our, our names and songs are anymore. We should probably get to the bit. I want to hear myself jerk myself off. Okay. Well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, what anyway. you do when you're not on the microphone is your business. <laughs> Maybe the audio. Get, maybe we're just cursed. Maybe the audio. We have an audio curse. I don't. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't think us having to listen to you jerk yourself off is an audio curse so much as a thing you were doing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if we're ever going to talk about Clue today. Probably not. Uh, but um, yeah. Um, okay. So as a reminder, um, ka-ching, ding, ding. The assessment and cinema assessment of assets um, game is. I look up the what was in. Um, Whatever movie we're doing this week, that week, we I look up the movie uh, when it was in theaters um, and see what else was in theaters at the time. And then Mike has to put in order what made the most money to least money um, that was in the box office at the same time as the movie we're doing that week. So this week, it's Clue. Movie was out in theaters in December of 1985. Um, I'm going to list three movies, including Clue, and what their budgets were. Um, And then Mike will have to put them in order of what they think was the most successful. So, with that being said, here we go. To begin with, Clue, budget, $15 million. Mm -hmm. Spies Like Us, $22 million. Young Sherlock Holmes, $18 million. See, the problem is I'm going to have to fight for what's in second and third. Because Clue mm-hmm. famously flopped. They had the three all, the three endings because they wanted people to come to the showings multiple times or go to different theaters. Like it was a bid to get people to come back to the watch it again and again, and it blew up in their face. So I'm pretty sure that did bad. I don't think young Sherlock Holmes did well at all. I've seen it and I understand why. Just a tangent for whatever reason. I mean, Clue's gonna it's gonna be a short movie for Clue. Have you ever seen a young young Sherlock Holmes? No, I have not. It opens with a title card that says, hey, we're just riffing on the characters. Like, this isn't canon. That's funny. Don't, basically, don't at us. 
And then it ends again with like, hey, just remember, uh, we were just kind of messing around. Like, this isn't canon. Don't worry about it. But like openly, just like, it, please don't write letters. Is it because the Sherlock, the company or the the state that owns Sherlock Holmes is very litigious? <clears throat> like, it read, that, I know that is the case. It also read more like, hey, fans, if you hate it, you don't have to write us letters. Like, it's fine. We're just having fun. And it's not actually canon. It really read much more of like a don't add us and not yeah. a legal disclaimer. Got it. Got it. Okay. I'm going to say Spies Like Us made the was number one. Okay. I think Clue has the star power that it drew number two. And then Young Sherlock Holmes is the worst, like the lowest performer. So you were saying Spies Like Us made the most. Then, mm-hmm. then Clue, then Young, Young Sherlock Holmes. Yes. Locked in. Okay. I am sorry. My God damn it. Clue didn't make its budget back. Clue only made $14.6 million. Mm-hmm. Uh, Young Sherlock Holmes made $19.7 million. So it made a $1.7 million in profit, which isn't very good. No. Still. Spies Like Us made $77.3 million. Okay. So I, again, which... I, I swapped two and three. I was I knew yep, that's yep. where I was going to fight for it. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, yeah. But Spies Like Us had... I guess huge star power. It was Dan Aykroyd and Steve Steve, oh, yeah. Steve Martin, right? I mean, Who were like I, at their prime in 1985. Like I've not seen their, it. I don't know if it's any good. I've not even heard like if the zeitgeist was good. So. But I think it was it was enough of like them in their prime that, of mm-hmm. course, it was going to be number one. I just yeah. I really thought with that many stars in Clue, it would draw enough people opening weekend to yeah outpace the young Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, yeah, but. Yep. So that was that was that was the bit. <laughs> I'm not having fun at the carnival, Madison. I'm not doing too good. I'm on a really I'm on a deep slump. You're getting too good at uh, outfoxing me. I know. Yeah, I've been like, because what did I do? I did the trivia last week. It was the return of Madison's math facts as version of the math games. I think we should start. Um, we have yeah. to, we have a whole mystery or a whole. Um, a whole thing to do um <laughs> yep as we do it once a week every week yeah we we have that whole whole, a whole thing um anyway let's begin all right our half an hour starts now cool so i had two ideas okay one it is a sequel okay like new house or new new location mm-hmm. same kind of like i think most of our work would be coming up with the characters like different characters like you know um same setup like i'm thinking like hey, maybe there's one same character right like mm-hmm. uh, like how the new knives out is going to be basically sure so that that is like an option so we would make up like mr blueberry or you know you know shit or like mrs mrs fox I have an idea, actually, now that you're talking about that. I had a couple ideas right now. Obviously, we talked about Clue Jr., uh, which is a different board game as a prequel. Which would also be very good. There is a board game. I don't know if you've ever played this. called 13 Dead and Drive. Are you familiar? It is Uh, a board game. The the lore is that all these people are here because a rich old lady died, and it's going to be her will reading. And the way the game is played is you shuffle this little deck of cards that's a portrait of every character. And uh, you randomly select who you're going to play. It's like if you and I were playing, there's like, I think, nine characters or 10 or something like that. We take half. And then on your turn, you can move any of them that you want around or you can move an enemies like your other players person. Um, Mm -hmm. Whoever's portrait is up. If they can get out the front door, they win. You win. They inherit the money in the game, whatever. But you win. However, scattered throughout the board are a bunch of traps. And in the game, one of the fun things is it's actually like interactive. So there's a chandelier that's off like the backboard where you can actually hit a little button and it drops the chandelier on the player's piece. There's a bookshelf okay. where you can flip the top and the ladder falls. So they go flying. There's a statue okay. that you can drop on people. You can push them down the stairs. Um, another one. Oh, the fireplace. You can flip the fireplace so they go in. Um, it's pretty fun. And it's got a similar vibe to Clue maybe. And we could still include one of the, the original characters or more if we want. Um, yeah. But that well, might be my, an option. Well, my second idea was us to do a different board game, okay. like kind of how we did with um, uh, what's the movie with Samara Re- weaving? Oh, um, ready or not. Ready yeah. or not. Like we just do like a because I think that one we did tag or something like that or hide and hide and seek, I think. Oh, we did tag because yeah. it's ready yeah. or not. Tag you're it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I think 13 Dead and Drive might have the right energy just because it's a similar 
idea. kind of system or idea. And then also, but we could have like people are pushing like statues over on each other. Like it can be somebody's murdering them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we keep at least one character. So it is some kind of continuation. Like maybe Mr. Green is, yeah, infl- is like undercover federal, again or something like that. He's like, like the that. federal agent, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that would work. Um, yeah. Uh, I never played this game. Sure. So, I mean, um, I have basically read. explained to you everything you need to know about the game. Okay. There's no okay. like other real mechanics. Um, there's an element and there's like card elements where you have to like have a card for that trap to be able to use it on somebody. Um, the mm-hmm. one other thing is there's a detective. And so every so often, if you're drawing cards like to um, have for traps, you might draw a detective card. He moves once like sidewalk stepping stone closer to the front door. If he gets to the front door, nobody wins. It's the idea of like got the it, police it, are here. It. Game over. Oh, okay. So the detective is Mr. Green. I don't know if he, he was ever named at all. I, I don't remember if they give him no, like agent. Something. They always just like, say green. Uh-huh. Yeah. So he could be the detective. Um, and then we can come up with a few characters um, basically. But what I'm thinking is, is that it comes to a will reading. It, it is like an escape this house sort of game, right? So the characters like meet up for this will reading. You find out that it's like, oh, whoever like um, all these people are vaguely connected to this woman uh, who dies, um, whatever her name is. And then she, um, oh, Mike has gotten the game. Um, He has a physical copy. So that's cool. Um, And. Um, They have to escape while trying to kill each other, basically, or trying to trap each other in the house in various ways. And maybe there's like little like levers or something that they come across or buttons or mechanisms or puzzles that they solve along the way that give them the ability to trap other people. Um, As I was getting the cards out for like their names and stuff, I forgot it comes with little dossier cards of their stuff. So we don't have to stick with this, but at least I can have them for if we want some idea. You want to do like a quick reading of some of the names, like like one describing aspect of them or something. Okay. So the idea, like you said, I like what you were saying about um, this being like everybody's here gathered for the will reading and then... I think it's maybe we do like a pretty standard, like everybody's going to stay the night or after the, after the will reading, like for whatever reason, there's a storm or they can't leave. So everybody's here. And the idea is like, there is a like list of like, okay, well, if this person has died before I do, then they, this person inherits. So it is just basically killing off enough people until you get the inheritance. Yeah. Top of the list is the cat poopsie. uh, decked out in diamonds and stuff with the world's best caviar. Poopsie is a feline terror uh claws people out basically but was the favorite of agatha who is the person who has died okay there's lulu a wicked gossip of quote who said what where lulu always satisfied agatha's quest for news of the worst kind so she's a gossip best friend here's the okay uh spritzy so chic and so stylish you'll just never know which side of her head is the most awkward uh she's the hairdresser she's like scarlet pierre's the chef uh gourmet slicing dicing flailing wailing uh he wants he's ready for the wide world of television now if only he could get the cash got it got it got it okay dusty uh the maid is timothy switch of the feather duster and a seductive swivel of the hips basically a seductress maid who looks like lucille ball in this yeah she does uh madam astra crystal ball fortune teller uh, basically did red palms or whatnot was kind of like gaming the Got old it. lady charity. The doctor, she pads the bills. Got it. This is taking longer than I anticipated. Smothers, the butler. Uh, you know what? Honestly, uh, Aristocats rules. I think on this one. Sure. Got Clay it. is the, uh, tennis pro who she's definitely stooping. Got it. Parker is the driver. Wants to maybe race cars with, with the money. Got she it. could race cars. Hickory is the groundskeeper. Let me start a wood, a wood farm. Horticultural theme park, Wild Hickory. 
Beam sounds awesome. Oh my god. I think this is going like, to be our Michael McKean, or not Michael McKean. I, originally, I thought maybe he was undercover, but I like your idea better if he's the detective. And then I think maybe one of these people is his partner undercover in the house. Sure. And then there's Beauregard the third, who is the um, the gentleman caller. Got it. Gentleman caller. These are the people in the game. We don't have to use all of them or any of them, but yeah, sure. Um, let's choose like four or five. I'd say gentleman caller. Gentleman caller. I like the um. I like the cat. Like I like the idea that they're the whole character. Like one of the people we're following is a cat that is just roaming around. That seems very uh, like not suspicious because it's a cat, but then it continues to like actually like hit a lever every so often or something or like lead people in. Or we can or, play with like does the cat actually know what it's doing or yeah exactly. We could do like four, five characters and the cat or something like that. Okay, so um, we've got Beauregard the third, the loving, the gentleman caller, Lulu the gossipy yeah. best friend is an option. I'm just yeah, showing yeah. this to you again. Uh, Spritzy the hairdresser, Pierre the chef, uh, Dusty. I, think, I, I, mm-hmm. I like Pierre. Okay. Um, I like the best friend. Okay. The gentleman caller and also the um the tennis pro that she's fucking. Uh, is that five already, or we need one more? That's four. Uh, I mean, the biggest one, the the biggest one we got a an emotion out of was for Hickory, the groundskeeper. It's mainly because like the, the listeners can't see it, but he is like he, he looks like a mad TV. Like I'll like try to remember to post pictures guy. in the tweet this week when we drop yeah, the yeah, episode. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that's five: but, Beauregard, Pierre, Lulu, Clay, and Hickory, okay. and then the cat. We can have the others come and go as we need to, like Parker. There's the butler. I'm going to kind of put the butler on the stack just because it feels like he'd be round and about. He doesn't have to be a big character, but I feel like he'd naturally be in the thing. Let's do, um, let's have each character attempt to kill everybody, like someone else, themed in what they do, right? So, for example, the tennis pro. Mm -hmm rigs the automatic ball shooter to like launch rocks or something um and hmm. the uh boyfriend or something like that sure like you know like uh, and um i don't think they are success i don't think anyone actually is successful at killing anybody but it is like a lot of like near death like scenarios that each person sets up because they could all meet at the front at the end and then like the detective makes it to the door and he's just like, you're all, you're all arrested. Right. Let's, um, um, let me find this again here. Then in that case, let's do this because I like, we're going to play the game. Yeah. Let's just play the game. Um, we need to use some of the traps from the actual game, like how they introduced like the lead pipe and all that into the original, the first movie. I feel like if you're going to do a 13 dead and drive movie, you have to do like, the statue falling or the chandelier dropping or the bookcase. Like we can still theme it a little bit more and we can have some new stuff. I'm not saying we have to only use that, but what it if is, all that stuff is the cat, the cat use. Yeah, that's fun. Cause the cat knows the house. Cause the cat actually lives there and it knows all the different tricks and stuff. Let's do this. Then I've added a couple more cards back to the stack. Cause I also think okay. we have to kill some people because like clue did, but it kept the main cast. So what sure. if she leaves the money? First to the butler, so they kill the butler. Our five actual mm-hmm. characters. So the butler is off. Then it goes to the driver. The driver's off. Then it goes to the maid. The maid is off. Ultimately, it ends up going to the cat, who the whole movie has been like. Maybe the it, cat did it. it the whole time. Like how they revealed Wadsworth was the villain the whole time. We actually like show somehow the cat actually is one who killed everybody. Got it. Got it. Got uh, it. But this way we have some people who can be killed. But our main okay. five of Beauregard, Pierre, Lulu, Clay, and Hickory are like the cast, like the bickering and grunting around trying to solve what's going on or whatever, while one of them might be the killer. Yeah. Do we still want to do the, where they, um, cause I like the idea of like, there is just like one night, like in the first night, all these people die under these mysterious circumstances that involve the house, <coughs> like with the chandelier, like mm-hmm. it's like seemingly they almost all die at the same time. It's like, who could move that fast and do all that or whatever the cat could. Cause it is like, like right. fast, you know, like, and like it jumps on a lever, then it jumps to a ledge that cr- crawls up the staircase to, to knock down the chandelier or something like that. I think, no, I definitely agree. I think the movie is, it's that night. 
and people keep getting killed and it's our five people being like, okay, so which one of you killed Parker then? Or is it the mm-hmm. same person? Like what's the motivation? Meanwhile, maybe they're trying to kill each other. So yeah. then we can use the, the tennis pro puts rocks in the ball shooter. Yeah. Hickory has like dug a punji pit in the yard. Like we can have them do specific traps that aren't in the game. Meanwhile, the game traps are what are actually killing people. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's good. I like that. Maybe they, Maybe they're trying to rig up the different st- themed rooms around them, like mm-hmm. with uh, to protect themselves because they think there's a kill, like someone's trying to kill them. Because what if the setup is we don't know that the cat is next after oh, yeah. the line or whatever. We don't know that till the very end. And that's how we find out who did all those things. Right. So but all these people die and then like the lawyer has gone home for the day or whatever. They're not going to be back till morning. So we don't know who the next in line was. So because they don't know who the next in line was, I, I, I the person who would be the murderer probably. Right. Right. Um, so, so is this taking over multiple days then? No, I think it's just one. Like just one. Yeah. I I see. So the the staff are being killed off. We don't know why. We assume it's going to be because it's a clue sequel. We assume it's a similar idea of like, oh, they mm-hmm. somehow all know each other from the past. In reality, the cat's been doing it, and we find out at yes. the very end when the lawyer comes back in the morning, it like, was the cat that was going to inherit the, after all those people. The detective yeah. shows up and arrests everybody because they they're all shady as shit anyway. Yeah. And um, the lawyer shows up because it's more like, what's going on here? And the detective's like, Michael McKean's like, this is what's happened. And um, yeah. he's like, so he's like, oh, well, I'll have to like, in that case. And he takes down like the portrait or whatever and puts up a big portrait of the cat, like, because she inherited or yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I think like the the cast of the cast who stays alive mm-hmm. um, and it's like, oh, we're living <clears throat> We're, we're in the house with a murderer, sort of like the the first movie is. It's like, we got to find out who this is. They all think it's each other. Thus, they try to do things to kill someone who they think is the murderer. Because they're all convinced it is a, a specific person, right? Yeah. Um, and mm. thus, they become... They all, in that one night, become attempted murderers themselves. Oh, thus, yeah. they all get I mean, arrested in the morning. And they've all right? got shit, like dark like shady past and stuff like that sure. like but i think yeah, like yeah. lulu um to, well, lulu to remind you this person is the gossip yes, the, so the maybe gossip friend she starts um like you know what i heard about clay the tennis pro, whatever blah, blah blah so he's like well she's trying to throw suspicion on me i gotta take her out meanwhile somebody's mm-hmm. like oh shit he's coming after me now. like we can do like a whole yeah, yeah. they'll start spinning and everybody's like well he's gonna come after me so i have to take him out first oh well, shoot now yeah. he's coming after me so i have to take him out first like it could just be this escalating yeah. like almost like slapstick of like misunderstandings of like everyone's trying to protect themselves against who they think is a murderer yeah but to everybody else it appears that they're attempting to murder that person i think we have enough time you can kind of come up with some of this stuff so yeah let's like, uh do that a couple um, of the some of the bits and then let's do the cast and then uh, i think we got it yeah yeah i think um so what are our five characters again one more time sure. so there's the Let me, um we got hickory the groundskeeper hickory, the groundskeeper clay tennis pro, tennis pro lulu the gossip friend gossip. and pierre the chef pierre the chef and beauregard the gentleman caller got it, got it. i'm just calling this right now hickory is played by um dick van dyke cool that sounds great. Is this a modern sequel? Is it very old Dick Van Dyke? Oh, it's it's um, modern, yeah. I, mean, I wouldn't have yeah, cast okay. I would have cast Dick Van Dyke as the love or the Beauregard, the gentleman caller, if he wasn't ninety years old. Yeah, 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 yeah. We should cast all this as well. Yeah. Um, what if we could do like a bunch of old people? I, I like the idea of a bunch of like I guess except for the tennis pro would be and the um, chef. I think the chef looks kind of like Jack Black. Okay, Jack Black. That he could play Pierre. Um, we could do um, the gossip being um, uh, Angela Lansbury. Or oh. Angela Lansbury could be the... Uh, it could either be Maggie Smith or Angela Lansbury. That's Angela Lansbury. I, that's too Angela good. Lansbury. Okay. Well, you didn't hear this from me. Yeah, uh, exactly. Like the tennis pro. Tennis pro. Um, he could be someone like... Um, he has Brad Pitt face, but I don't think it's Brad Pitt. Yeah. I mean... He's like a young... Like like maybe like Chris Hemsworth or something. Chris Hemsworth's good. Let's use Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, Chris Hemsworth. And then we have Beauregard, the gentleman caller. Um, He's an older gentleman. Let's see. Um, trying to think who's like. I'm just gonna Google Silver Fox and see what comes up. Well, I googled Silver Fox's top result: hottest silver foxes in Hollywood, and one of the results is Barack Obama. <laughs> sure. I mean, Clooney is on the list, and I Alec Baldwin. Daniel Day-Lewis. 
That might be good. But this is definitely his last movie. Hugh Grant. Um, uh, Anderson Cooper. He's only 50. Otherwise, I'd say Matt LeBlanc is on the list, but he's only 50. We could do like Don Cheadle. Hugh Grant would be good. Jeff Goldblum. I don't know. He has a different kind of smarm than I think that this requires. Like the What about Kurt Russell? Let's do Kurt, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell might be very good. Kurt Russell's good. Um, All right. So uh, our main or wait, cast... wait. Do we, do we want to do how Matt LeBlanc real fast? Are we sure we don't want to do Matt LeBlanc? I mean, we can. He can be a little. He can play younger than that. We can cast younger than the actual guy. But I'm fine with that. I just like the idea of Joey being in this somewhere. Now let's keep let's keep Kurt Russell. I think it's a good. Right, so I, have, I think he can do. I think he can do like um, opportunist boyfriend. This might be one of my favorite casts we've ever put together. Of uh, Kurt Russell as the rich opportunist boyfriend, Chris Hemsworth as the himbo tennis pro who is definitely yeah. sleeping with her, uh, Dick Van Dyke as the very old groundskeeper Hickory, Angela Lansbury as the gossipy best friend Lulu, and Jack Black as Pierre the chef. Eat your heart out, knives out, knives out too. What's weird is we did get Daniel Craig for this. He's playing the cat in mocap. In mocap, <laughs> or is Matt LeBlanc playing the cat in mocap? We could we could cast everyone else. No, no, okay. All the other people are played by all the other friend, members of Friends. No, so we can't. Uh, so so Jennifer Anderson is the maid. Uh, uh, Matt LeBlanc is the driver. Um... <laughs> yes, Madison. Go ahead and explain to our fans why you chose to re, uh, recast the Asian American female driver as Matt LeBlanc. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't. I didn't see. I didn't. I didn't see the pictures. <laughs> Lucy Liu is Parker. Then I guess uh, it doesn't matter. We don't have to cast the incidentals. No, no, no. We don't have to cast the help. Jesus. What are some like fun bits where one person yes. is attempting to kill another person in a just yeah. spiraling uh, series of misunderstandings? I think like the tennis pro thing, like launching like rocks and glass through mm-hmm. like the tennis like launcher, the ball launcher or whatever, I think is very good. Mm-hmm. I think he does that. To, he tries to do that to like the gossip because she's the one like making she's the one who is like mm-hmm. pointing at him. I think she still gets hit and stuff like mm-hmm. and whatnot. But like she grabs like a racket and is like trying to like hit it away, you know, but like she like hits like a ball of glass and it like shatters and it, like cuts her and stuff like that. I really want to see Angela Lansbury. Uh, you want just... to kill Angela Lansbury? It sounds like no, no, no. I want to see her be a badass in this like fucking tennis court and and shit. So I think that's that one. So the cook, who he does something in the kitchen, right, or in the dining thing, sure. or maybe he, he tried like, to poison tries... somebody. And he's got knives. I mean, or there's like a dumb waiter thing, like maybe like something like that. God, I got like galaxy brain on this. Dinnerdinners.com. Um, he tries to push the groundskeeper because <clears throat> mm-hmm. they're they're both competing for like entertainment like dollars, basically, because the 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 chef wants to create a uh a right. reality show, okay. right? And and the groundskeeper wants to make like a horticultural theme park. Yeah, yeah. So like they're competing for those dollars. So the chef tries to push the groundskeeper down the dumbwaiter that's good uh and the groundskeeper has this like kind of death defying like like where he's trying to like stop his himself from falling or whatever and like basically like keeps falling like maybe gets like i don't know how gory we want to get but like if you remember in knives out mm-hmm. with the nail thing like like he like jams his hand in and like jams the nail through himself yeah. to like stop his fall uh, so Wait, what, what was this about, movie? Did I say Knives Out? Yeah. I didn't see. What, what's the, right, okay. the Samara Weaving? Yeah, yeah. Ready or Not. So when she's climbing. Okay. Also, yeah, I, I was like, you said Ready or Knives Out. I was like, yeah, I remember. I was, yeah, I've seen Knives Out because like, I have. And then you start talking about somebody slamming their hand into a nail, stop their fall. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. I don't know if we want to go that gory. Um, yeah, yeah. I do like, though, that so far your three death pitches have been Jack Black tries to push uh basically pushed 90 year old dick van dyke out a window <laughs> and then shooting rocks at angela lansbury <laughs> okay so i didn't mean to target the two oldest people on the on the cast so far but like, but like extremely physical bits like on set like very <laughs> physically demanding things they have they have they have a uh, they have like stunt doubles. Was, um, if you had just tried to shoot them, I wouldn't have called it out. It's not an agent thing. It's you're gonna get ninety year old Angel Lansbury dipping and dodging around a tennis court. And you're gonna throw Dick Van Dyke out a window. I'm sorry, I didn't mean it. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't realize I was 
targeting God. the age. The, 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 the. No, I mean, this is this is good. I, I think... Um, if you want to come up with the others. I like the, I really like the idea of Hickory having dug punji pits in the yard. That's like, he good. thinks Jack Black's like hunting him. Like maybe, mm-hmm. maybe Pierre's whole thing also before was that he uh, was like a big game hunter. Like that whole thing okay. of like, I have eaten some of the most forbidden meats or whatever. Like he's like, sure. he's cooked. There's like supposedly rich people clubs where they meet every so often and eat these like technically illegal foods. What is these like ultimate delicacies of like, Sure. The one where you deep fry a bird alive or something like that. It's a small, mm-hmm. whatever. Like, that's his thing. And so he's, Got like, it. also, like, good at hunting. So he starts trying to hunt Hickory. But Hickory is like, I was in Nam. And has, like, punt Doug, like, like Rambo style has set up traps throughout the yard. Yes. Yes, uh, yes, 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 yes. But, and um, then we can start with him trying to, maybe trying to push Hickory down the shaft. I don't know if you want to, maybe you could try to push him in the oven. Oh, okay. Um, something like that. That could be fun. We yeah. still have, what does Lulu attempt to do to kill... I guess I don't think they have to be paired off. I think we can have like a cycling. So I think it's very funny as murderous plans intersect and fuck each other up is also where we're going to get sure, a lot sure, of sure. comedy. Um, I mean, I think like best friend and boyfriend, that's kind of a rivalry. Too. Oh, sure. Like, so like, I think there's something there. Um, Maybe Lulu's more like the spider at the center of the web. She's feeding everybody like lies and information and gossip. So mm. they try to take each other out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she tended, um, ostensibly has an alliance with Beauregard of like the, yeah, you were her boyfriend. I was her best friend. Like it feels natural that yeah, we yeah. should team up. Yeah, yeah. Because but maybe at some point she goes against him or something. Oh, like yeah. She that. has and no intention like, of sharing anything with him. Yeah, but her yeah, thing yeah. is like, so she's a lot more of the, like whispering in the ear. She probably has mm-hmm. a gun also. I mean, like I, that sounds like I'm just way hand waving, but I have to imagine. I don't think we have a lot of creative ways that she's trying to kill people. It's more of the like, well, yeah, you know yeah. what I heard was that Hickory was actually talking about an alliance with the chef. And like, if you take one of them out, the other won't be far behind or stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. I like the idea of like a dance, like, like a tango scene or something like that mm-hmm. between like, uh, Beauregard and Lulu, <laughs> like, you know, like sure. they're trying to throw each other. Like, I think it's like, they see themselves as equals, but then they see that them each other going against each other. So, so it's like, like the like Mr. And Mrs. Smith dance. Yeah. 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 Yeah, basically. Or, or <laughs> Angela, that's right. Just start yeah. taking weapons off each other. <laughs> yes. I just like think like throwing each other through windows <laughs> yeah, and like and like I don't know, like Hey gang, let's remake th- Mr. and Mrs. Smith with Dick Van Dyke and Angela Lansbury. No, Kurt Russell and Angela Lansbury. Like, oh, that's right, it's Kurt Russell. He's Beauregard. Uh yeah, yeah. right. So I I forgot. Kurt Russell, he's who's he after? Like what's his shtick, I guess. I like the idea that I do like the idea of this like loose alliance between him and Lulu. Um, mm-hmm. But maybe like, maybe they're working together and he goes after one of the other people. What if he's the only one that is like the cat or something like that? He's like, he, like, um, or he could go after the chef, I guess, possibly sure. um, the boyfriend. No one, no, nobody's going after the, the tennis pro yet. So like he right. could go after the tennis. Oh pro. yeah. Because the tennis pro is fucking her. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So he already has like a vendetta against yeah, them. That's good, basically, because um, he's trying to do exactly what he was doing. Um, uh, he's just like thirty years younger. So, I mean, does he just have a gun? Boyfriend isn't really a shtick that lends itself to specific weapons and tactics. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe. Yeah, like you mentioned that the one guy, the chef, was hunting Hickory. So yeah. we already have like a gun person. I, he's using knives, sort of. I think. Knives. Okay. That's my thinking is he's or like, like or like a crossbow because you don't want to get like sure. Yeah, it's a because you don't want to get like shrapnel in in like the meat that you're getting. You wanna savor the Sure. Uh yeah, yeah. That's um, uh yeah. I mean <laughs> that classic kitchen implement of the crossbow. Jesus Christ. I love this movie. Um I wanna see this. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, he could just have like he's like a like a revolver or something like that. Like, I think that would be good. Like, he's like an old, like an old, like, magnum or something like that. Yeah. Jesus. So then um, I'm trying to think of how we can maybe start cross-pollinating some of these ideas. Like, so Beauregard's hunting the tennis pro who's trying to kill Lulu with... rocks yeah while hickory is is being hunted by pierre but he's building like rambo traps in the yard yeah yeah, and so like in the foliage and whatnot so how do we start to like cross pollinate some of the ideas like does beauregard start he's the one that's falling into all the rambo traps 
or at yeah. some point he ends up hunting the chef instead while yeah, yeah, yeah. the tennis pro is doing something else. I think um, maybe like as he's as Beauregard um, is trying to hunt down um, the tennis pro, mm-hmm. he comes across the chef who's trapped in one of the in, in like the the pits or whatever. Sure. And helps him out and they like form another alliance right Mm -hmm. um to find um maybe they're like okay you hunt like maybe he's like okay you kill hickory i'll kill uh the tennis pro um i know where he hangs out or whatever um maybe there's like a pool house or something sure like probably hiding up and then the tennis pro and the chef get into a big old fight like um yeah where the tennis pro is trying to beat him with like a tennis racket while the chef is oh, trying to stab yeah him they're sword like, fighting like, but they're sword fighting that's yeah, very yeah. good jesus christ i want to watch yes yeah, it's so good um, <laughs> i do think that we have the cat in the room with lulu the whole time like because mm-hmm. i think the idea starts to become you know she's the mastermind of the whole mm-hmm. thing and so we can do the whole thing of like, I think she killed him. So the person they suspect is in this one room the whole time with the cat. So we can, it's like a whole thing. Every time we talk about the mastermind or who's responsible, yeah, we yeah, can yeah. cut to Lulu, like absentmindedly petting the cat. Visually, it's like, yeah, it's Lulu, but the cat's in that shot also the whole, every time. Yeah, 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 yeah. God, I want to watch this movie so bad. Yeah, yeah. I think we need, I think we need like Hickory. Cause who, who's left? Um, so the tennis maybe tried to kill lulu towards the beginning of the movie with mm-hmm. like the the rocks and glass and the in the tennis machine or whatever the ball launcher maybe he i don't know if he's still hiding out because they're like the chef oh no because th- he's going to get in the fight with the chef right so <laughs> maybe like hickory eventually makes him his way to lulu and being like i don't know because they're like the two oldest right yeah so like they could be like maybe we should team up or something like we can't we can't compete with these young 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 people or um i don't know like what what is an alliance or like why why would hickory and lulu um team up i think that's like we need to figure out to cross pollinate i think he comes in and he's like you like again maybe she's whispering in everybody's ear throughout the movie as she runs into mm. people she's like no listen what you don't know about that guy is that he's like a he was a big game hunter and he so like how long do you think it's going to be before he tries to or you know eat the most dangerous game something like that like she's like spinning yeah. attention onto everybody else so i think hickory comes in and is like are you the murderer? Like, are you what? Like, what's this? Like, I'm not gonna go out. Or even now, like, I've got a hostage. Maybe I don't know. Mm-hmm. And she can be like, "Well, actually, if you're looking for a hostage, uh, I heard that she mm-hmm. was going to leave everything. Next in line was you're next in line after the tennis pro, or something got like it. that. Like, she'd be like, I heard you were next in line, un- but except for this person or whatever. Yeah. Like." She keeps like, so alliances, she doesn't really have an alliance. It's more of she can deflect them off onto somebody else, sure, sure, which sure. also then leads us into a circle of like people start falling into traps that weren't set for them because they're now hunting the person they were set for or whatever. But so Lulu sets Hickory off onto Beauregard, mm-hmm. right? You know, like um, it's like, oh, you know, I heard Beauregard is like trying to kill you i think it's i heard you're next in line if beauregard weren't like after beauregard you're next in line yeah and that triggers beauregard hickory and beauregard get into a fight beauregard's out in the yard looking for hickory right so i don't know what their fight looks like but in that fight like hickory was just like i think hickory admits like i heard uh, or lulu told me this right Right. lulu told me this and then that's when like beauregard is like oh my alliance with Lulu has been broken. She turned this guy onto me yeah. trying to be the mastermind. That's when he goes back and then they have their dance fight. Um, I, so, um, I also like yeah. the idea of uh, it's actually Pierre that he's fighting. Like at this point, like maybe he runs into Pierre and because of all the lies, they end up fighting some, I don't I just love the visual of two people having this talk. And then Hickory, who was like our Rambo, like drops down out of a tree, having been entirely unobserved the whole scene and be like, wait a minute. She told me. Yeah. 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 But yeah, I, that's fine. Either way, like they have, there's a fight. I I love the for me the fight of the the movie is Jack Black and the tennis pro having a knife fight. One of them using a tennis racket, though. And I think like uh so, like a good way to end because we're we're yeah. getting to time. I think um is I don't know. I think I think Beauregard 
throws Lulu out of a window in like the last sweep of the thing. She falls out the window but lands in like a bush, sure. like a, like a thistle mm-hmm. bush outside, and she she's still alive by morning. Like she crawls, she crawls into the place like once the detective arrives, mm-hmm. and you see all these people arrive in like the foyer, um, and um, the detective and the lawyer are like, "What's going on?" or whatever, and. Maybe at some point someone calls the cops. I don't know. I think like, because part like of that. the game is that at any point when you're drawing cards, you might draw the detective card, which moves them closer to the door. I think like the first movie, we need a ticking clock of like the police mm-hmm. will be here at this time. It's a very yeah, secluded yeah. mansion. She died under suspicious me. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm just saying- it could be like a rainstorm or something mm-hmm. like it was in the first movie. It delayed people or maybe there'd be like a. Like Let's do like that. Um, one that she just lives kind of far out. So it's going to be a little bit. Sure. anyway but let's do at one point when people start dying um like the maid or something picks up the phone to call the police but it's like then the phone goes dead or whatever or she calls the lawyer or something so he gets the police he comes out that's why it takes like the night yeah. or whatever like they know somebody's coming but it's going to be like because the roads are washed out because of a storm or something it's like it's going to be probably six hours but they will yeah. be here well, and what I want want it to be is I want the um uh they're like what's going on here and then like one of the police officers maybe or like leads the sees the cat meowing towards like a door or something and it's like a security office where mm-hmm. there are like cameras and oh, they sure. can like look at the footage they're like Detective Green you know like look at all this uh look at uh, these Director people tried to kill it director green uh these people tried to kill each other last night like look at all this and then you see like you see like the tennis pro loading like stuff into the the stuff like and uh the fight between the tennis pro and the chef and you know all of that uh you see just like kurt russell like launching uh, (laughs) lulu out of the out of the fucking window and so it's like oh you're all arrested and then the lawyer at that point like reveals that it is the cat who uh who inherits the stuff as he says that we get a cut back to that camera room though like the surveillance room and we see the cat like on one of the computers just like get down and like walk across the keyboard whatever and like delete the footage from earlier in the night where it's showing Mm -hmm. the cat doing the actual murders though yeah yeah and so i think that somehow and i can we can kind of hand wave this but i think somehow we implicate all five of them in the murders of all the staff because like ostensibly i think you could argue some of this was self-defense if like they're all sure. trying to kill each other. I'm not saying hold up in court, but I'm saying like I think we need like a concrete like they're going away. So on top of like whatever shady past they have that comes to light because of all this, also the intent were like they're they pinned these three murders on them because it's like hey that's easy job done. Yeah. And we see the cat deleting the footage of them doing. So we still never openly say if the cat did it on purpose with like malice aforethought, but we don't. Yeah. We just leave that up to whoever to the viewer. But I think and this is really good. I think it's really good. The credits are you just see a cat on like a throne of tuna or something like that. No, I right. uh, I like the um I think we need a scene of somebody hanging a portrait, like a big portrait of the cat. Like take down the Agatha portrait and hang mm-hmm. one of the cat, because that's also a part of like the big part of the game is how you know who's like inherent inheriting next. You take the front card of whoever just died out of the portrait frame and see who's next in line. Yeah. So I like the idea like, of a portrait being hung. I don't know. I like the weird idea of like Oh, yeah, like, you cut to, like, a few months later, it's like, oh, yeah, like, well, all those funds were, like, inherited to the cat, so we just kind of, like, kept this place open, we turned it into, like, a museum, Yeah. because, uh, like, um, but the cat has a special room upstairs where it's kept, like, fed well and, like, just pampered, basically, because a cat can't use the money, you know, but other people can use money to, like, dedicate this whole place yeah. to like the the owner the uh whatever her name was agatha, agatha. Yeah. i mean the money's used to keep the house intact so the cat can live in it and to feed the cat and yeah. care for the cat like yeah i, I like it i mean i guess the only question is That's what good. do we call it 13 dead end drive was the name of the yeah board game, i'd right? say clue to colon 13 dead and drive but clue to cats um they all commit the most jellical of murders <laughs> Uh, clue to dead end. Dead end's pretty good. Um, Let's do that. Let's do. Or th- we 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 could do dead end drive if we want to like do like the actual tie-in clue to dead end drive. Yeah, let's do that. I don't know. I kind of like this the succinct clue to dead end. 
but I think for half the SEO, we should do maybe uh-huh. dead and drive. Yeah. Well, then there is clue to dead and drive. If we did it, that's credits on another episode of The Equalizers. Madison Jones, tell the people where they can find us. People can find us on Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, and everywhere else podcasts are found by searching The Equalizers Podcast, including in the instructions cards Uh to your favorite tabletop board game and written on the back of every Uno box. It says The Equalizers. You can also get in contact with us on Facebook and Twitter at The Equalizers. Our Gmail is equalizers at gmail.com. And we have an Instagram. It is the underscore equalizers. As always, we spell that E-Q-U-E-L-I-Z-E-R-S like in sequel. Like in sequel. Special thanks to the Banana Boys for our theme song, Two Steps Strutting Off, their debut album, Technicolor Girl from Outer Space. You can find them on Facebook and on Twitter and Instagram by searching the Banana Boys. And as always, they spell that B-O-Y-E-S like in oh yes. Oh yes. The album is available on all streaming services now. Madison, next time, we got to tell the people what's coming. We don't have the spookiness as Madison Jones and I take advantage of an opportunity to go to Arrakis, Dune, yes. a desert planet. Getting sandy. Getting sandy, gang. Going to get some sand in our shorts and some worms in our, no? Okay. So. We're never getting it out. It'll never come out. So, for the Equalizers. I'm Madison Jones. I'm Mike Knoll. Uh, it's so sandy and dune the spice must flow to be continued first take your favorite leg and then you kick it up to your chest and then you pump your open palms and then you really start breaking a sweat that's all there is that's really it you barely even gotta move your butt come on man now follow my lead and we'll do that two steps come on dance with me